Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date. I'm Matthew from Studio Nasty. And I'm Judah from my desk. <laughs> it doesn't really deserve a name. This is just my desk. This is It's just my desk. But it's a new it's, desk. It's the first pod from this desk. So. It's, it's, seven, it's 72 inches wide. It is uh, cherry. That is six I mean, it's feet, not, I've heard. It's probably plywood, but it's cherry is the color. It's cherry it's flavored. Yeah. I think mine is like, um, uh, like espresso. No, what did they call it? I think they called it espresso or cappuccino or I don't know what the cappuccino maybe. Oh, it's probably cappuccino. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the the flavor of my desk. Yeah, my desk is only sixty inches, but it's sixty by sixty by sixty six. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. It's an L shape. Oh, it's sixty both ways. In the L, and then it's a 66-foot high hutch. I... foot, 66-inch high, or 66-foot <laughs> high hutch. It just keeps going. I don't like those L-shaped desks because I find the corners are very useless. The corners? Yeah, the, in that interior corner where it turns. Oh, the interior corner. Yeah. The the uh, the fulcrum corner. Yes. Um, I got my keyboard kind of on it because I have the monitor here and a monitor there, and then I just kind of look straight yeah. in. Uh, I can't. I have to be centered on my monitor. Mm. I have to have the G and H keys on the center of the monitor. Don't you have six monitors? How do you center on all of them? I just have one monitor and what? then my laptop. Oh, yeah. but you got a big old giant monitor, right? I mean, it's twenty-seven inches. It's not oh, okay. That's not even that that's big mine. anymore. Yeah, that's mine. Twenty-seven. I mean, one. Yeah. Of them. The other one's my laptop right now. <clears throat> Actually, I have my work laptop on the desk with my monitor. This is very interesting to everybody. And then I have my my personal lappy here as well. So it's yeah, my gaming PC is behind my monitor on the desk because my desk is also fairly deep. It's probably forty eight inches deep. Wow, what a brag! Thirty mm, six. I don't know. So deep, so deep. So put deep. Her ass to sleep. Put her ass to sleep. Yeah. Hey, uh, it's a mailbag edition, but it's not going to be a long, That's okay. long mailbag. Uh, Look, I know have... that I personally mailed Brother Date, so... Mailbag by Brother Date. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, we have uh, seven posts, and four of them are from you. Good. Well, that's good. You know what? I have to start padding the bag, because some weeks Ryan and Ben don't really bring it, you know? <clears throat> yeah, nothing for the mailbag this week. But Ben participated in Star Trek last week, so that's that's, that's really more than enough. That's fine. That's uh, you've been doing do. uh, can Shelley reviews. Yeah, so I'm those actually have been coming in. I'm two reviews behind. I gotta get on those. It's just you got, you I got, got as two many in as, the can. As many, two cans in the can right now. In fact, even a two cans in the can. And the 200 characters per review is just really intimidating. 
I don't know and how I used to be a writer. Because right? I cannot. Two, two Twitter reviews of Can Chili. I just keep thinking about it and going, oh, I don't want to do that. But, I mean, that's where we're starting. So we are starting with uh, okay, cool. Can Chili review number one. All right. Have you ever wanted to eat a bowl of filling from Tina's frozen beef and bean burritos? Then try Van Camp's chili with beans today. Dude, it took me three quarters of the chili to figure out what the taste was, like why it was so familiar. So they're going, this isn't chili, it's definitely not chili, but it tastes like something that I know. Why Tina's? It's tasted specifically like one of those Tina's burritos. Why did you ever get one of those Tina's? Why didn't you get one of them 12-pack of little burritos? Dude, I think you know I always had the 12-pack, but like, you know, on occasion, uh, I would try, like, one of them loose... (laughs) Not, not really loose. I mean, they were individually wrapped, but like, just a solo, no, but, just a solo burrito. But this is actually an interesting question. Mm. Why are burritos so loosely wrapped when you buy them frozen? That's a good question. Why aren't they like shrink wrapped? Why, why do they slosh all around in that package? How does that help the burritos in any way? I mean, oh. it helps them generate a tremendous amount of freezer burn. I was going to say, there's a lot of like ice that get, that builds up in there. Yeah, because that ice of the space. isn't supposed to be in there. They're leaving um, space for ice. Because the ice helps keep the burrito frozen, and without it, the burrito would never fully freeze because of the hot peppers. Oh, that's nonsense. The hot peppers is the reason that they gotta leave the extra room for the ice. I am so upset with myself that I cannot, for some reason, remember the actual name. Hmm. The name of the maker of those El, little burritos. El, Mon- El Monte? El Monterey? It is El Monterey. El, El Monterey. El, <laughs> El, El something. El, Monter- El Monterey. I don't know. El Del Monte? Monterey. Del Monterey? Mont Del Rey. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to look up the burritos? All right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we're just going to Google it a little bit. El, why is it really El Monterey? That can't be right. It is. It's El Monterey. Burritos and Chimichangas archives, El Monterey. No. Why is there an archives? Wait a minute. <laughs> what? Yeah, this is them. I mean, this is them for sure. Yeah, you got to go to the archives. Just check out all the frozen burritos and Chimichangas. They got 11 varieties. I want to see if any of these are buck wild. No, they are. Boy, they are all all very boring. Do you remember what the context was when Jerry the King Lawler talked about eating chimichangas? Or was it JR? One uh, of them was famously we we always called him chimichangas after that because I would have been Jerry. I don't think JR was capable of saying the word chimichanga. No, it was it was much higher pitched and more shrieky. <laughs> Chimichangas! <laughs> Shouting about chimichangas. Yeah, I don't remember okay. why that was said, but I it did remember it anymore, and that make an impression. Yeah. The one time, because uh, I had called them chimichangas so often that I said it to a server by accident one time. I don't think I've ever had that uh, Tina's beef and bean. I know it's got the dark brown package. Yeah. It's the dark brown sleeve, and then... It's got kind of a um, 70s colors font. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Well, they all do. And it's got... Uh, kind of like filled, something the Houston Astros would have worn. It's filled with kind of an orange paste, and that's what this that's what was in this can. Okay. So it's it's a little bit cumin or something. Yeah. Again, I could immediately tell it was not chili, but I had to keep eating it until I figured out what the hell it was. So, um, 
I guess I guess it would save you the time of de-sleeving or degloving those frozen burritos if you did want to eat that. So that's good to know. Yeah, that's right. Just to pick it out of a can and and you know what, you're getting the low carb version. So they, that's the real winner right there. Oh, that's true. That is true. None of that none of that afghan bread i mean it's got beans but that's a kind of a slow carb you know <laughs> doug it's got none of that afghan afghan bread around it <laughs> that we don't like hey um if you're in the bay area and you want to go to an afghan restaurant go to one of the good ones don't yeah. go to that one in sunnyvale On where they bring you afghan bread and it's fucking mission tortillas <laughs> mission brand tortillas and then you look at all the other white people in your party like are we being punked? Are we supposed to say this is tortillas? <laughs> and then we just ate the tortillas, sadly. Well, Marjan and I knew as soon as they came out, and we just looked at each other like, "Oh, wait a minute! They better." It's not hard. It's not hard to get that bread. They better be like just so out of bread that that their business is about to go under. Like that's how know, out of Afghan bread they are. I know of several little markets around here where you can get ironing board sized loaves of that bread oh, yeah. and they do a good business in it yeah dude go to any rose market or anything like that like you'll be able to fucking get them shits yeah you could go to international food bazaar yeah. that's the real name of a real store yeah you could go to uh taj mahal grocery or whatever that thing is on el camino mm-hmm. uh you can buy it in what's the name of that What's the name of that Afghan restaurant on El Camino, about two blocks up from Taj Mahal? It's got a little market attached to it. You can get it there. Yeah. Sure. The waiters never seem like they're happy uh, to see you in that restaurant, but the food (laughs) is still good. They're not happy to see you. And again, I say they better have been out of that bread, because if they just served us as tortillas because we looked white and we wouldn't know the difference, I'd be very insulted. Yeah. All right, well, that was that was uh, Chili Review number one, so. Yeah, and uh, the next post in our mailbag is Can Chili Review number two. Nice. Uh, where you write, uh, the primary ingredient in Wolf brand chili must be something burned or dirty. <laughs> A nasty paste, like Van Camp's. Yeah, the first two were gross, disgusting pastes where you couldn't discern any of the individual ingredients. Chili shouldn't be a paste. No, like no whole beans or pieces of beef, just nasty paste. But this yeah, it one should be a it's a chunky food when it's done, when it's executed properly. Exactly correct. You should be able to discern the individual bits, but it should still be solid enough that you can like stick a spoon in it and have it stand up. Right. Yeah, <clears throat> it should be hearty. Yeah. Yeah, that one was uh it tasted bad. It didn't taste good. Sometimes when Katie and I make chili, it comes out a little watery. It's hard when you're making your own. But it does taste good. And I, it's like, I don't know. I guess we could probably add, even just cornstarch would probably thicken it up pretty good, right? That's usually what I add to things when I'm doing slow cooker stuff. Yeah. I want this, like a, a good stew. I'll just thicken it up a little bit with some starch. Yeah. Uh, can chili review number three. Oh, boy. Armor's okay. chili is the best of the three so far. A somewhat pale imitation of Denison's. I'd say about 15% less overall flavor. Less spicy, less savory, but in the neighborhood. If it was the best substitute in the Nashville area, I'd eat less chili. Yeah, I couldn't quite give it a full. Yeah. Because it's very, I have a lot of integrity when it comes now, I will, to these reviews. I, I will say, you didn't seem particularly hampered by the 280 character limit there. Yeah. <laughs> 
you repeat you said it was less spicy and less savory and i think if you really needed to cut characters you you could have done one or the other all right well sorry i mean i apologize also you put uh two sets of ellipses in i like that everyone's a critic where you could have put a comma in for one and uh, nothing for the other one, and that would have saved you five characters. Maybe I could just, I'll just tweet it, Brother Date, right now. Nothing but ellipses. And you used uh, a double hyphen instead of an actual M-dash character. That would have saved you another character. So I'm, all I'm saying is, it seems like Twitter's giving you room to maneuver. <laughs> maneuver. Maneuver. That's how it's spelled. Well, um, you know. You you owned me. My review is was a bad no, chili was a, a bad chili review. Well, I, there's nothing no, wrong fine. with the choices you made. You no, just don't appear okay. to be limited. It's fine by the character limit. It's all right. It's just fine. <sighs> On January thirteenth, Marjon wrote in at brother date. I think this is very close to what your analysis would be. And then she linked to a review of three episodes of Fuller House. Yeah, she has she been those. watching Fuller House? Dude, she's watched all the Fuller. I think they've done like two or three seasons, and she's watched all, all of them shits. When when uh, Stephanie Tanner was naked in a barrel of tomato juice, <laughs> did she come to bed with ideas? That's all I want to know um, about that. I wouldn't. I mean, if was she it came, an idea generator? I for would her. not have known if the ideas came from that. She knows that I didn't want any part of that show. And she watches those long after I have gone to bed. Because uh, I watched like two of the first season just because she wanted to watch them and uh, they were um, a problem. I've heard they're not good, so I haven't watched them myself. They had things like Uncle Joey's back, but he's a famous Las Vegas comedian. And you're like, oh, that's not good. I think they had it right in the show. The and first how's time. Vulture's career going? And, and Uncle Hermes is—I don't know what they had him doing. I was so insulted by what they did with Uncle Joey. But and um, is Danny still on Good Morning San Francisco? Yeah, but now it was like good. It was like wake up. It's like wake up USA or something. He had, oh, he's moved up. Yeah, they made them all like super successful, and it was like. I remember in the first show, which sucked, but at least they had them, like, struggling to make it. Like, all Joey and Jesse were ever doing was struggling to make it. Yeah, they were, like, trying to do jingles or whatever. Just, yeah, whatever. To get their creative shit going on. He could never make Mr. Woodchuck happen. Yeah, it was like, he was always doing kids' parties and weird shit. But then they're like, oh, now he's a Las Vegas comedian. And I'm like, did did fucking Dave Coulier go up to the producers and be like hey you better by the way i don't even think that's a thing i don't think there's such a thing as a las vegas comedian anymore (laughs) yeah i mean a carrot top is there but he had to be carrot top first right well apparently this guy was mr woodchuck first and that's how he no all right (laughs) anyway so i I haven't i haven't watched any of it in a long time so. so uh here is where i will admit that i was not able to read all of these reviews i i read a couple of paragraphs of one and I, so I don't know what it is about this review that is what our analysis would be, but did it say it's fish balls? I don't think it. I don't know. I don't think it did. Yeah, she. Uh, normally, she likes to watch things with me because I will make a lot of um, snide remarks about what is happening on the TV. 
So maybe did the the reviews have those in them? The snide remarks. Maybe I only uh, I read part of it. All right. Well, <clears throat> I read part of it, but it's uh, it's there for all of our listeners to read. If you want to read reviews of episodes sixteen through eighteen of season three of Full Fuller House, is there really three seasons? I think there's three seasons, dude. And as somebody who's working on an exhaustive television project, I I feel like it is absolutely my privilege to look down on that person's project. I'm privileged to do so. I look down on their project reviewing the Fuller House episodes. Man, I wish we were just blogging these shits. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Actually, that's not true. No. It would be so much more tedious to write <laughs> and <know>. edit. <laughs> It'd be horrifying. It's so much easier for uh, you to just say something and me to go, yeah, didn't that suck? Yeah, that's much easier. That guy, they yeah. should take our idea. They should listen to this show. And that's, no, they should well, I don't know them, so it's fine. Uh, well, I don't care whether they listen to it or not. I'm just saying it's not quality content. Um, uh, also on the 13th, uh, Gull Dukit, that's uh, your current Twitter name. Mm. Is that how you pronounce it? Dukit? Mm-hmm. That's how the guy pronounced it in the audiobook version of the Star Trek book that we both read. Oh, uh, yeah. I wish I'd gotten that audio version. Gull Dukit. I mean, I read the I read those books on jury duty, and they got me through that child molester trial. Mm-hmm. Um, the Nassar, but, the Nassar, Nassar trial. No, yeah, thankfully no, because it seems like that trial probably lasted quite a bit longer. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. He copped a plea in both of them, didn't he? Uh, he was sentenced today to between forty and one hundred and seventy-five years. Yeah, that's just in state. He's got sixty federal oh, years okay. too. Cool. All right. Good. Uh, apparently that guy was a uh, prolific diddler. Yeah, I mean, we can get into it. Uh, the, he Not only was he absolutely... <sighs> the United States Gymnastics Federation, or whatever it's called, it came up with some bonkers clauses where he like had the right to go into their rooms at night, and they didn't have the right to see any doctor but him, and it's like... <sighs> As if they were intentionally enabling him. Yeah, it's like, not only were they indifferent to these girls' welfare, it seemed like they were sort of aggressively in this dude's molestation corner. Molestation they were kind corner of is gr- a new segment Helping of him show. to groom those ladies. Yeah, I just don't understand what, what rationale there could possibly be for things like that. He was, like, giving I... pelvic exams to nine-year-olds. Like, what? Yep. Why? Yeah. For what reason? Okay, anyway. Yeah, what do you think's happening up in there? Molestation Corner is the new segment on the show, and we can do it every two weeks. There's going to be lots of content. <clears throat> Unfortunately, yeah. it's true. <laughs> anyway, Mega Diddler. Diddled yeah. all the famous ones. All the ones that you know of yeah, from the past, he diddled them. I think he beats out good. Sandusky pretty easily. Yeah, he was just showering with kids. He's just teaching them how to shower, if you're listening. Just teaching them how to shower. To his insanely bad attorney, who, I don't know where he found that guy. (laughs) The guy who went on TV and said that he was just teaching them how to shower. That's very bad. You said that on television, sir. What is wrong with you? Ugh. It's, um, it's extra shitty if a doctor is a diddler, right? Well, it's not great. I mean... I mean, it's, uh, I mean, it's doctor, someone you're right? giving very regular naked access to your kids. Yeah, 
And if you are like a children's doctor right now, you're probably. Uh... <laughs> do, do you feel like you have to apologize? <laughs> like the next time you see somebody. Oh, sorry <laughs> about that guy. Like you, their parents are bringing them in, and you're like, I just want to po- apologize. Uh, I never met that guy, but I have diddled under one children. <laughs> That's right. Less in, than one child. In, in my career. Uh, the rest of our mailbag this week uh, is really probably better just read by our uh, listeners than read out loud because okay. it was just uh, you and me right. discussing uh, a very interesting question that you do raise and I do think is worth talking about. Okay. Are Maybe. the videos for yeah. Possum Kingdom by the Toadies, right. a song everybody remembers, right. and Water's Edge by Seven Mary Three? Another, Another song, song everybody yeah. remembers, right. referencing the same event from different points of view. Yes, this was Marjan's question, because we happened to watch them both that evening. So you were doing one of these music videos of the past YouTube runs. Yeah, we were doing a 90s run where we'd watch one, and the only rule was we didn't want to watch two from the same band in a row. So whatever the recommendation was... Like, whatever the next one down the list was that was a different band, we just skipped to that one. So if after um, Lightning Crashes, it recommended selling the drama, you had to, Skip you to, had the to watch Far Behind by Candlebox instead. Right, exactly. And uh, Got it. And so we watched both of those in the same night, and then I was like, man, check this out, another video about somebody dying in the woods. About another chick getting fucking art and fucking Cade in the fucking <laughs> W. And then she, she goes, well... Wait a minute, are these. Are this, is this the same event? And the Seven Mary Three guy saw this and he's really, really just beside himself with anger that he didn't do anything. That he could have stopped the toadies. Mm hmm. And it also made me think, like, good God, like this toady song. Why write that song? That's a real nightmare of a song. <laughs> like, what? I, I always. I heard it 9,000 times and I always knew <clears throat> the guy was being a creeper in it. But I never really put it all together like, oh, no, he's straight. Not only going to R a chick, he's going to fucking am a chick. I mean, it really is evidence that you can get used to anything or, like, get desensitized. Yeah, I think in the 90s it was like, oh, all the lyrics are so, like, different and outrageous now. Like that Nirvana song, Rape Me and all this stuff. But I don't think you can write this song anymore. I think we are post-90s outrageousness. Is he just creating a creepy character, or, like, is he just this guy? Well, he looks like this guy. (laughs) He looks like this guy? Yeah, he does. Not be a gentleman. Yeah, right, that's when the cue should have been. <laughs> when I was 10 or whatever, I should have gone, oh, no, wait. <laughs> that's not good. Well, we didn't know about boathouses.
he did mean to scare her. Yeah. And so not only writing the song, but then the video. Yeah, it's a guy dragging a body through a river and then up onto the river bank and then uh, furiously chopping at it with an ice pick. And then you see that it's an ice sculpture of an angel and then flies away or whatever. But it's like most of the video, 90% of the video is a body wrapped in a tarp being dragged through the water. He really doubled down. Like, he wrote the song. This is the lake that he is talking... This is the boathouse that <laughs> yeah, he is talking about, he's, specifically. He's like, let's show him. Let's show him my beautiful art that I made about killing people in the woods. Uh, and if you don't remember uh, much later in the song, and I don't want to play any more of it because it's not a good song, uh, he does just scream, do you want to die, over and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, over and over, which is probably what everyone remembers if they listen to KOME or whatever alternative station. But back in the I'm not going to lie, I'll not be a gentleman. <laughs> Behind the boathouse, I'll show you my dark secret is enough. That's a bad start. It's a bad start. That's also, rough. the song is called Possum Kingdom. And I know, that it's, <laughs> I know that it's because there is a lake in Texas called Possum Kingdom Lake. I understand that. Right. Except but it's, it's bad. From now on, we've decided that if someone's going to get murdered, that, that means they're going to end up in Possum Kingdom. They're going to end up in Possum Kingdom. Yeah, the guy is straight up dragging the lady in like in the river or whatever, like along the riverbank. And uh, that Seven Mary Three song is called Water's Edge, and it's all about how we saw somebody do a murder on a lady at, at the fucking river or whatever. So I think part of it is, both of these songs are from the uh, literal music video yes. school. Literal yeah. school of music videos. <clears throat> The Captain uh, Lou Albano School of Music Videos. The Captain Lou Albano School of Music Videos, if you like, where, for instance, Water's Edge is a song about a guy who saw a girl at the end of her kidnapping and murder uh-huh. uh, get murdered at the Water's Edge. And now he doesn't want to go there anymore because her killers, they got their friends familiar in familiar places. places. I tell you, I'll man. tell you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah uh, well, his, the thing that he shouts in the end is he didn't do anything. That's why he's so ashamed. Because he saw yep. it, but he, he, he was too scared. Uh, You're not going to play us a piece of that one? Play, play yeah, I'll, I'll play a tiny little piece of that. And then play the part it's, with uh, the bass that you love so much. Yeah, I, I should. Uh, do you remember the timestamp on that? Uh, oh, I probably you tweeted told it. me. Um, no, I told you. That's around two minutes, probably. Yeah, it is. It's like 2.03 or something like that. Um, it's not also not an amazing song. But this one, this one is just a real by the numbers song. Okay, so Seven Mary Three was like they were they wanted to throw their hat into the ring of like we're as grunge as anybody. You think you're grunge? We're fucking Virginia grunge, and um, that's not how you make good music. <laughs> also, for some reason, this uh, song, this music video begins with a guy being released from prison. I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, maybe that Possum Kingdom guy. He got out. He got out finally. Is um, is uh, Matt Stairs gonna do a murder on him or something? Uh, he doesn't look so much like Matt Stairs in this video because this is the one where he shaved. Yeah, this is clean shaven Matt Stairs. It's cumbersome where he looks like Matt Stairs. Also, a terrible song. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, dude. The uh, you cumbersome parentheses the opposite song. <laughs> In the bridge, the super important bridge, where he says that there is a balance between two worlds, oh, the air and the cross, and then he immediately says, regardless, regardless of, the, of balance. the balance, life has become cumbersome. The one that I brought up one second ago. He should just say, I mean, that's not the point. I just, 
It's not really a problem, I just... So great. Oh, here's another real dumb part. Let me play some harmonics. That's always a cool trick. In Virginia, that's still a cool trick. Man, he was going for every 90s vocal, like, quirk. Wait, right here. <laughs> I love it. Do-do-do-do. So bad. Like, hey, let's make this real cool. I know what to do. Yeah, he, he gets into it. He goes to some places vocally where he didn't he didn't do anything. And then the uh, the melody kind of changes up in the end and it becomes like a... The melody is almost weirdly hopeful in the last part. But... Yeah. Weird song. Weird song, weird band. Oh, yeah, it goes from minor to major. Yeah. And he speeds it up. Don't go down to the waters, as she said to me. I didn't do it, but I saw who did. Oh. This was the hit, the real hit. The radio hit. Great. I, first of all, I think a biopic about this band would be a fantastic idea. Yeah. A comedy biopic about Seven Mary Three, and I think Bradley Cooper would be a great guy to play this guy. <laughs> I, could, I could see it. One of those, uh, the comedic style is just based on, uh, like, incredibly earnest characters who yes. really think they're doing a great job and want to be the best in the biz but are incompetent these are things that I think he all he thought sounded good but don't even hold up to like three seconds of scrutiny all of the hey what do you think it means imagery. to resurrect those bridges with an ancient glance <laughs> that's what I'm saying I think he just thought <laughs> all of this stuff sounds so cool but if you just think about it for even like one half second you go hey that doesn't mean anything do you know what else is um, like really like that a lot? Mm. Uh, Kiss, Kiss from a Rose. Oh, I, I. By the way, you don't know what any of the words are to Kiss I from thought, a Rose. I thought, well, okay, so I thought I didn't because the lyrics don't make sense. So even no. though I heard the lyrics correctly, I thought I had the wrong for years so because I like, thought that can't be it. There is a graying. Wait, no, I'm so missing a word. Is a... I mean, there's a graying tower alone by the sea, but yeah. There. Used to be a graying tower alone by the sea, and you remain the light, the light from, oh, from the, the dark, dark side, side of me. me. You're like, well, okay, we're not doing. You're like, uh, not hold on, not what, what was that start. about a graying tower alone <laughs> by the sea? What did that mean? Yeah, none of those lyrics made any sense. I'm... And did you know that when it snows, your eyes become alive and the light that they shine can be seen mm-hmm. baby <laughs> yeah um resurrect those bridges with an ancient glance dude, i wish he had said ancient dude there is a balance between two worlds let's get a little more of this I don't 
Like, it's kind of about a relationship, but the metaphors are so bad, I don't know what it's about. I can't figure it out. My old stone face can't seem to bring her down. She remembers bridges, burns them to the ground. Uh, Okay. Those are all words. Those are all words. I recognize the individual words. What? So I think that's a good start. I know this had a music video, but I'm right that this was really just a radio hit, right? They're just playing in a bar. Yeah. There's not. It's just a video of them playing in a bar, and the people in the bar are really enjoying it. <laughs> he knows so many opposites. No, oh, hang on, he's got another batch for you. <laughs> Does he know what cumbersome means? I think he doesn't, right? The bitter taste is cumbersome. That is not how you would describe a taste. I mean, you'd have to be really being as complicated as you could. Like you were uh, doing some wine tasting, and you were like, "What's mm, another? What's the flavor's a little bit mm, cumbersome?" It's another famous uh, opposite song. Uh, I don't know. Did you have one in mind? Uh, yeah, let's see. Oh, I know one. I can think of one. I got a good one after this one. I fucking hate this song so much. Hey, the Rolling Stones are the worst, huh? Were their instruments made out of cocaine? What was happening here? <laughs> How come, like, when you remember a Rolling Stones song, you remember it good? And I, then when you listen to it, it's bad. Is I've it because they have good ideas, but they have no idea how to execute them? They were even done with good ideas by this point, dude. I've heard this song yeah, okay, so many times. Yeah, okay, this one's not great. I would never remember the, this as good. This, and no offense to Ryan, but this is a novelty country song worth of wordplay. Yeah. And yes. it's the entire song. Later, he just talks about how cold she she's is. so cold. She's like an Arctic zone. What does he say? It's not, I, yeah, or I don't know. like an ice cream cone. I don't instead know. of him saying, I'm so hot for her and over again, he starts going, She's so cold. She's, she's so, so cold. cold. <laughs> it's <laughs> the dude is so coked out. It's nuts. You know, they have no memory of any of these recording sessions, right? It's just like you can barely hear any of the instruments. And it's yeah. weird because it's like they're not being drowned out by anything. No. Even Mick Jagger is singing in a really thin... Like, I'll just play another few seconds. Wow. Why can't you hear any of the instruments? Why is the loudest? The loudest thing is Charlie Watts' hi-hat, and he's barely playing it. <laughs> the guitars are something like this. And Keith Richards has a, has a reputation as a good guitar player. Well, well, he didn't get it done there. I got an opposite song whenever you're right, ready. I got right, what go, you got? I, got a, I got? thought of a really good one. Uh, opposites Attract by Paula Abdul. 
that's a great song. That's one of the great opposite songs because the opposites are things like um, she likes movies and I like TV. Or he likes movies and I like TV or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, well, yeah, no, wait a minute. No, movies sure. and TV are opposites? You think I'm not going <laughs> to listen to this entire song and enjoy the idea that the MC Scat Cat rap was written by uh, Romany Malco from uh, Weeds and other things? Yeah, starts with MC Scat Cat, by the I way. I know. You, that's what you got to lead in with. People want more Scat Cat. Alright, they're doing a good job so far. But it's kind of like, um, kind of like the Alanis Morissette song. She just runs out of good ideas for what's <laughs> ironic and just starts saying things. And you're like, well, that's not, that isn't it. Yeah, it just becomes a, it's a black fly in your Chardonnay, and then you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? Like, hold on a second. That's missing the part that's gonna make that ironic. There's another piece to this story that needs to happen. Now, I do like that in verse 2 here, they've turned around and they now describe each other's attributes. <clears throat> yeah. But, um, here's what I'm saying. Paula Abdul is only barely singing this, and she is still not up to it. No, she's not, she, she's not given anything here. This is not, um, well, this is a good question. Is there a song she doesn't phone in? I don't think so. I was going to say. Well, there's uh, F- Forever Your Girl. Forever Your Girl. Uh, there's Vibology, obviously. Oh, it's probably Vibology. Hold on. <laughs> and if it's not, that's Dude, my favorite ever song. It's so. The Study. Uh, uh, the Chemistry Between You and Me? Between You and Me. <laughs> Did Sarah own this? Is this why we even know what any of these yeah, things Sarah are like? Yeah, Sarah was into this okay. stuff. I mean, I know and we all shared these... a bedroom, so. I know a lot of these were number one hits, but like, I think we know this because Sarah had this. Oh, wow. I mean, this is just nasty electronic nonsense. This is exactly of its era. Yes, it is. Oh, boy. This could only have been from the early 90s. By the way, this is the worst song that sounds like this. <laughs> she, she managed to find the worst possible version of this, this song. Is, it's the worst high energy song yeah. that was ever made. Man, in Vogue would not have touched this with a fucking 30-foot pole. The Quad City DJs wouldn't have touched this. <laughs> what about, like, two Unlimited? Uh, now we're getting into the right range, I think. <laughs> it's like, don't you wish that there was a version of this by the Weather Girls? Hey, uh, is... Does I'm in the funky way mean I'm pregnant? Oh god. So what's her th- is it painkillers? Okay. What's she on? Yeah, definitely. But what okay, what's worse? That little spoken word segment right there? Or when uh Taylor Swift says the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? Why? 
Because she's dead. <laughs> I don't know. They're both... I guess Taylor's worse because I cringe more. That's if I'm going by that. Cause okay. Because I cringe is, a lot when she does This that. is not a question that I thought Possum Kingdom would lead us into. <laughs> Has there ever been a good spoken interlude in a song? In like in a, in a song, in a not song. like an interlude on a, an interlude on a rap album. No, we know there's never been a good one of those. <laughs> All right, good. But like in the um, hmm, no, wait, oh yes, yes. Okay, so uh, there's one came yes. immediately to mind for me. So let's see what you think. I was gonna say I'm gonna make you love me by the Temptations and Supremes. With every beat in my heart, or every day we apart, we apart. I hunger oh. for every wasted hour. <laughs> That's not bad. That and I would it. love to and it hear goes right into Eddie Kendrick's. That where, where Andre 3000 does that part, because I think be he amazing. could carry that off. And it goes right uh, into Eddie Kendrick's just belting it right after that. That's not a long song. I might be able to play all the way to that part. Um, I think the only version of that that you're going to find that's going to be good every time is the deep voice guy or whatever, just in, the, in an R&B song. So, like, something from A Boys to Men or... Uh, uh, temptations or miracles or whatever. Or, I think that's or like a Manhattan's "Kiss and Say Goodbye." That's a good song. Yeah, and it opens with a spoken. About how the he's called her here for a bit of bad news because they can't stay together anymore because of um, the obligations she has. The sexiest thing anyone's ever said. <laughs> I'll even do wrong. For I'll even you. do wrong for you. Uh. Don't sing it straight, buddy. Not even once. Oh, don't worry. He won't. <laughs> he chokes up on it on the first pitch. <laughs> You're not getting anything past Eddie Kendrick. Underwhelming voice. He'd had to spend 15 minutes in a room with Diana Ross already, so he knew that he was going to have to show her what was what. <laughs> Don't worry, she's not going to sing it straight either. Nope. <sighs> can't really hit those notes. No, she's not quite getting there, is All she? All she does is just breathy speak singing, and she can't hit those. Every breath I take And each and every step I make Brings me closer, baby Closer to you And with each beat of my heart Yeah. For every day we are part I'll hunger for every wasted hour Kind of sounds like Andre. I, yeah, I don't think it's a coincidence that I thought Andre <laughs> 3000 could pull that off. Yeah, that's a good one. <clears throat> what was the one that you thought of? Uh, I'm going to cue it up for you. <laughs> he's really... He's just going for it. 
Oh, well, good heavens, Sakamoto, you're beautiful. I can't believe it! There she goes again! Party at Studio Nasty. How right come now? there are more instruments in this than in that Rolling Stone song? <laughs> and more ably played. How come this guitar player is better than Keith Richards? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't know. I, get, I can only guess it's just less cocaine. That's the only thing I can come up with. You think Thomas Dolby wasn't coked out fully? Oh, is he the one playing the guitars? Well, I don't know. I mean, it could be. This is his weird he, electronic project. He invented a new kind of speakers and sold them to everybody, so... He probably was on cocaine pretty good. Yeah. His big idea? What if there were more speakers? By the way, now it has been long enough since I've seen this video that he has been replaced by Alton Brown. Yeah, he's, he's very Alton Brown. In my head. I forget that these electronic guys make eight-minute songs for no reason. Yeah. It's I, like, look, the, the keyboard, as long as you hold your finger down on the button, it'll keep making the song, so... And I got so much to say. It's alright, it's a dance party of Studio Nasty right now, man. What do you think it means that she failed him in geometry? Like, I understand what it means that she failed him in biology. Um, she broke Did his dick Did he put and, his dick in the wrong hole? No, she broke it, and now it's, it's got a weird no, angle. It's, it's bent. It's the angle of his dangle has been, uh, adjusted. Oh, he was doing some Yoda stuff there. He was doing Love Machine. That's, <laughs> That's clearly right. Love Machine. Science. Oh, he went loud that time. That's my fault. Sometimes he goes quiet. Science. Oh, boy. Yeah, man, we're really going to have to wait for this interlude. The song is like 70% over. I wish he had a rapper's mentality. We already would have had three interludes by now. something to exclaim. <laughs> it's more like a screaming interlude. It kind of is. He was very upset I, about it. I do love that it's all my tubes and wires, very important for science, hmm. and careful notes. That's right. And antiquated notions. <laughs> he had to sing that part. Because <laughs> she's fucking opened his eyes with her Japanese science. That's right. Does it count as an interlude if the song opens with it? Yeah. Okay. That's an interlude. Okay, do an interlude for uh, Kiss and Say Goodbye by the Manhattans then. Because the way he this guy phrases this breakup, I don't know if he's like the smoothest dude ever, or if he's got like emotional problems. Or both? Because he is letting this girl down, and, uh... This has got to be the saddest day of my life. 
first of all, that guy's got a sweet voice. I called you here today for a bit of bad news. I won't be able to see you anymore because of my obligation. My obligation. <laughs> the ties that you have. The ties that you have. <laughs> We've been meeting here every day. And since this is our last day together, I want to hold you just one more time. This guy's the best at breaking up. When you turn and walk away, don't look back. I want to remember you just like this. Let's just kiss and say goodbye. And then into the falsetto guy. They got it perfect. Because of my, my obligations and and the ties, the that, ties you have. that you have. <laughs> it's like, what? But he's so smooth, man. I, I don't know. Probably worked. Yeah, is the best spoken word interlude that one Barry White song that just because of him going, <laughs> and then you and I were watching Music Choice or something when that came on, <laughs> and we were like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I, I get it now. I can't understand what this song's about. I also don't think I'm old enough to hear it. Yeah, that that's a very, it's a very nasty. Oh. Oh, and you go, oh, okay. Uh, oh, mm, all right. Yeah, well, what was worse is we used to listen to that station in the dark. Well, the, 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 all the stations, all the music guys. We choices. didn't have the internet. <laughs> this is really important that we didn't get the internet until 1999. You were a little late on the internet boat. Yeah, <clears throat> so we had to like watch the Music Choice cable channels because nothing good was on. Yep. Um, now, whoever put this on YouTube did attribute it to the band Manhattan. God, so that's, very, that's not amazing. That's aggravating. But maybe it has helped them keep it up on YouTube without it getting taken down. It's, Assuming that YouTube still does that. It's my favorite blues and rhythm band, Manhattan. It was a Russian, right? I think so. Okay. Uh, his name is Sergio Hernandez, so oh, maybe not. Wrong accent. Yeah. Well, is this a good time to revisit the 90s Power Hour because of the Tonys well, yeah. and Seven Mary Three? I mean, I think probably. Let's, uh, they'll, we'll need to find spots for them on there. Let me uh, bring that shitty document up. I think we got up to 30 bands on the list. Oh, I think we're over that. I've, I'm looking at it, so that's how I know. Oh, if you're looking at it, then don't say I think. <laughs> that's how I know. Well, I thought it was weird to say I know we're at 30. That's I don't think it's a secret that this is a shared Google document that you can look at. Mm, last night it was made November 14th, so that's how long it's been, people. I know on the every 10th podcast when we work from an agenda mm-hmm. on Google Docs, right. we'd like to pretend that we're not, but <laughs> this You're one... really given all the secrets away, all of them. Well, the thing is, we basically never do that, so it's still, <clears throat> still a secret. Why are you not loading for me, Google? Ah, that's because I'm in it, and you can't get in Go- now. Googmore? You're not. You're never gonna get in because I. Uh, pass- it's because they discontinued Wave. I've password protected it. Password protected my document. Yes, and you'll never get in now unless you guess the password. Uh, it's El Monterey, all one word. Damn it! <laughs> one try. It's garbage. I I work in the internet. I'm good at passwords. That's how it works, right? You just you yeah. get a little bit of internet experience, and you know what people's passwords are. 
Well, it's not loading for me right now, That's so fine. why don't you give me a rundown on what's on the list? Currently. All right, so right now we're going cake is number one. Again, this is my personal experience. That's right. You got S-Pups. Love the S-Pups. You got Pie USAs. Yep. Uh, Pearl Jam, Fiona Apple, R.E.M., Bush, Nirvana, Soundgarden, STP, The Cranberries, R.I.P., Oh, Dolores. Uh, no doubt Bjork, Live, Veruca Salt, Natalie Merchant, The Breeders, Hole, Elastica. There's clearly a chick rock tier. Yeah, you seem to you seem to categorize them all the same. Yep. They're all interchangeable to you. Yep. Uh, Soul Asylum, Rage Against the Machine, Candlebox, Collective Soul, Liz Fair, Garbage, Primus, PJ Harvey. <laughs> Sorry. Sometimes yeah. I forget they even exist. Goo Goo Dolls, Smash Mouth, Butthole Surfers. So uh, so far I have discovered that there is a band worse than Smash Mouth, and it's the Butthole Surfers. That's right. Those are your least favorite bands. So let's start uh, right up at the top. Mm. Give me the Toadies. Well, um, did they have another song? That's a good question. I, I, I think that's that the they did. I can remember. Which... But I don't remember what it is. Yeah, I don't know. Because we did, when we were talking the other day, we did the toad the wet sprocket um uh catalog and they had like three hits or something but i don't know about what these dudes had oh boy did the guy go straight to jail after that for all the murders no apparently not i mean they released an album last year oof I showed you that very sad chart of who was in the <laughs> yeah. Toadies when, right? That's right, yes. It was made me sad. sad to think about it, that someone made that chart. I know. Yeah, so really it's just Possum Kingdom, so Well, where? that's not good, because I don't really like that song, and now I like it less. Um, yeah. I'm going to put that. So my initial thought is that you've got going to have this guy right around Primus. I was going to say, I think I might have him worse than the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, all the way down here? Yeah, let's put him under the Goo Goo Dolls. I'm going to say that on the strength of uh, I won't tell them your name I'm going to put that above the toadies That's a good point That is a little better Now, while we're doing the toadies yeah. I haven't forgotten about 7 Mary 3 That's fine What about the band Everyone Toad else, the Wet Sprocket did forget them uh, Toad <coughs> the Wet Sprocket uh, Alright, so they had uh, uh, that jump Fall back. Down Fall Down, thank you I never remember the name of that I always call it Jump Back They had, of course, Walk on the Ocean yeah, they had, um, all I want is to be That's an extremely soft song, yes. They did, they did make that nice. That one was from, like, 1992 Theme song from Cheers, basically. <laughs> yeah. That's how gentle that song is. So they had hits. They had hits all day, man. Um... Yes, but do you like any of them? <laughs> in my head, I guess we've had this discussion probably even on the podcast. That fall that, down is a better song in your head. In my head, that song it, like, rocks. Oh, that's this is not this is not hard. And you listen to it, and it rocks slightly less than um, uh, than like Hey Jealousy or something. You know, it's a little bit less rocking than that. Um, we got some real shit bands on this. Uh, I'm gonna put. <laughs> we do have some real dookie ass on this list. <laughs> I'm gonna put Toad the Wet Sprocket ahead of. Elastica. Okay. Break up some of that chick. Break up some of the chick tier. Total Wet Sprocket. Number 19 so far. Oh, fucking. I hate when a music video doesn't just start with the song. Oh, and they've uh, decided to be artsy. 
Yeah, we're going to put a, we'll just slap a little intro on This here. one's going to be nine minutes long. It's going to be amazing. Now, we should do Seven Mary Three before I forget. Okay. Um, we can do Seven Mary Three. Um, in my personal experience, their catalog is very important. Oh. Uh. That's right. I forget that this is low rent Tom Petty and that the <laughs> bass player is George Lucas. And it's <laughs> oh, really, it's really entertaining. <laughs> And the other guitarist is Fat T.J. Miller. It's like, uh, it's perfect. <laughs> it is a weird combination of dudes in this band. I, I really like think that their Like, in what world did these guys hang out? They should have called themselves the Four Dads. <laughs> That's the only way, right? Their kids played together. <clears throat> He's trying to sell it like it rocks hard, but they... Refuse to play any rock music under it, no. so it's difficult. Yeah, they're failing. Um, so Seven Mary Three, very important in my personal '90s experience. Their catalog, and by their catalog, I mean the record American Standard, um, was very important to me. That's right. You um, particularly like that song with all the drumming. The one sounds like a marching band. Uh, punch yeah. in, punch out. Um, I'm gonna say I have them ahead of. Hole. <laughs> I really was expecting you to go higher. I couldn't because I listened in my head. I listened to three seconds of the Breeders' song, the one Breeders' song, and I went, "Oh, that's better." I forget how they uh, spell that's, their stupid name. You, you got it. Just put in some more sevens and threes. Just make it all sevens and threes. Sorry, that's my mistake. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Seven, Mary, three. It looks really good. That this is, good. um, by the way, this is my system. Mm. I'm Dewey's kid brother. <laughs> That's right. It's and not Dewey you spell Dewey's the kid number brother. with the number as the first letter. Right. So, like the le- the word eight, the first letter starts. The first letter's an eight. An eight. <laughs> right. <laughs> he um, didn't get a lot of he didn't get a lot of support from Sifil and Ollie on that one. Yeah, I forget I forget his name. Something decimal, of course, yeah. but not. He's Dewey's kid brother. Right. Uh, now. I would like you to entertain a further band, mm. and that band is the band Fastball. Ooh, Fastball! Yeah, they had the uh, the way. They had the way. Um, they had the one. Uh, they invited you to be the rain falling on their fire escape, or he'll be the rain falling on your fire escape. Ooh, gross! Yeah. That sounds horrible. Um, did they do the one like um? Everybody I... knows. I think you're thinking. I think you're thinking of the people. refreshments, and I knew you were thinking of it before you said it. <laughs> How did you know? You just know that's me. The, that's, uh, so that's the that's the ID card for the border guard. Yeah. Now you're ready. You're set. You're Captain Jean-Luc Picard of the United Federation of Planets. Was that that song? I thought so. All right. Well. Meet me at the mission at midnight. Yeah, that's fun. Yep. There. Yeah. yeah, that's that same song. All right. Well, I mean, I guess that proves I don't know a lot of fastball songs. No, I named the only two. There's The Way and uh, Fire Escape. Those are their two hits. All right. Okay. Um, well, that's not great, then. I think The Way could amazing. have been a good song. It wasn't. It could have been a good song. And then it wasn't. And then they overplayed it. <laughs> Boy, they played that a lot, huh? I mean, that thing got played for years and years, just all over the place. And... Um. Okay, I remember this one. Yeah, I remember it because it sounds like um, an album uh, from the Doctor Frank album. It, 
It does sound like um, or is it the later make a band pal? That's <laughs> what it sounds like. Thank you. Like a slower one. It is a little slower, but it's it's also better. Well, he's a better singer for just as a start. Oh yeah, and they can even do a harmony. Okay, all right. They, they can do the most simple harmonies. Yeah, that's fair. Um, also, um, watching this video is wild because that really looks like flow from the progressive commercials. Like Young Flow or same age? Yeah, like Young Flow. I think it's she just has a headband. Well, I think that's really what I'm looking at. These guys are definitely better than Soul Asylum. But are they better than Elastica? I don't feel comfortable saying it. Alright. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable saying it. <clears throat> the refreshments, of course, are a one-hit wonder. That's from their album Fizzy Fuzzy Big and Buzzy. Oh. Uh, and what the hell is that song called? It's uh, something about going to Mexico. Or <laughs> okay, all right. Well, running for the border. Fair or, enough. Uh, Taco me. Bell, run what's for the border. Called? Is it the, is Talk it over just London? called Mexico? Fuck, fine, no, dude. You, you told me who it was. I didn't. I thought it was no, fastball. This is not that. What's it called? I thought it was straight fastball. Uh, Banditos. Banditos, yeah. <clears throat> I had to Wikipedia them. Oh boy. That's not good. It's not crazy to confuse this with uh, Fastball. Uh, they opened for the Gin Blossoms at one point before they really hit it big. Okay, but why is he singing like Social Distortion? Uh, it was the '90s. <laughs> it was the '90s. Oh yeah. Oh no. Well, this got bad real fast. It's not a good song. Uh, they were from Tempe, Arizona, so there must be some dumb ASU kids or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Gross. So, uh, how low are they on this Oh, list? geez, the refreshments? <laughs> well, that's not a good song. They came up in con- in uh, context here. we gotta right, got to put okay. them on here. Um, the... Well, I would put them in between the Toadies and the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> The Toadies, by the way, the Toadies song's a better song, but um, <laughs> but you hate now it I have a visceral reaction to it, <laughs> so. But it's only a little bit better. All right, I got two more for you. I got two more. All right. Uh, the Verve Pipe. Ooh, okay, now which one was the Verve Pipe? Because there was the Verve, and there was the Verve Pipe. Uh, don't worry, we're going to do both of them. Okay, good. That's helpful. So, I won't ever remember later. Can you parentheses their hit when you put them on the list? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this is the Verve. Okay, the Verve. Just a plain Verve. Okay, all right. So they were the ones who have to pay the Rolling Stones forever for their only hit. That's correct. Okay, cool. Good job, guys. You only had this one is based hit. on a weird arrangement of a Rolling Stones song. You had one fucking hit, and you got to pay all your money to the Rolling Stones for it. You guys really did a great job. They wasted their life way worse than like 
Pong Day or Gan Neng. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But where do they go on the <laughs> list? Mm, all right. I would put them, based on this song alone, as high as number 27. Above Liz Fair. Above Liz Fair. But below Collective Soul. <laughs> that's right, that's the plain verve. So then you may ask, what is the verve pipe? They did the, uh... You know them for their song, Freshman. Freshman, yeah. Oh, the life of me, I could not remember. Right? What may not think that we were wise and we'd never compromise. Yeah. Mm. You did the last one where he's excited yeah, about Yeah, where he it. really went for it. It hurt my throat a little bit. <clears throat> but I'm much more... Best friend took a week's vacation to forget her. His girl took a week's worth of value and slept. Now she's guilt. Now he's is it he or she's guilt stricken? Sovereignly. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He, he is probably. <clears throat> well, I don't really like that song. Well, you well you shouldn't. It's bad. Mm. But it's you know it's like. Let's. Oh boy. Oh man, so 90s. <laughs> this is why Green Day thought they could do this. Oh wow. This is really important. She a punk who rarely ever took advice. Hmm. You can tell this is important. You know how you can tell? Because what YouTube wants me to listen to next is Lightning Crashes. <laughs> Which you can definitely tell is important, because the guy with the rat tail said so. Um, <clears throat> He was a Jedi Padawan. I gotta say, this is still better than that refreshment song. Yeah, sure. But I feel like that's as high as it can go. I would love to see Marjan's version of this list. I'm gonna, if we ever get to a point where we were done doing this, I'm gonna have her do her order. Cause I have, it would look just so different. Although I don't, I'm not sure it would, cause she likes all of them. So I think she'd have a very hard time. Ordering. We're missing some big artists. Oh yeah, we're nowhere near. What I would like you to give me next hmm. is Primitive Radio Gods. <laughs> is that a burned out harder, babe? The BBK yes. one. Yes, they, that song they was owe their money to BB King. Fucking boring as shit. Was Standing ever, outside a phone booth, something, something. It's got a long, stupid name. Was ever a song so boring played so many times by disc jockeys? Boy, they spun that one a number of times, uh, huh? I really... I, Doug, I wrote Frenchman. I saw What's that. I didn't, I didn't even want to correct it. <laughs> um, I, um... I, it just really was... I couldn't even listen to KME anymore after a while. Because this stupid fucking Primitive Radio God song wouldn't stop being played. Once an hour. Do, every hour. Do, 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 they never do, even do, had another do, hit. Do, do. Like, why were the DJs so invested in them? <sighs> okay, so given that I fucking hate that song, I'm going to put them at 36. Sorry, Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth, sorry, you're, you're still, you're gonna have to take a hit. You're below the primitive radio gods. That's very bad. 
I want to do two more so we get to a clean 40 here. All right. And uh, I would like you to give me Tonic. Mm, so they did... Um, if you if you, if could, you could only, only see, see yeah. The Way She Loves Me. God, another overplayed 90s song. Hey, did they have any other hits? Uh, They had some other minor ones. They had... Uh... Shit. God, that song is so 90s, by the way. No, it really is. Uh, You Wanted More? Do you remember that one? You Wanted More. No. Let's do you remember it? Guess when the music video starts playing music. Yeah, yeah I do. Hmm. Oh. I do kind of remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if I like this better than the other one. Nope. Nope. <laughs> that was that was easy. Uh, well, uh, that song is so fucking. The other one is so nineties. Look at the guitars in it are hella nineties. Um, yeah, they're real. One like one real fuzzy one and one real jangly one. I feel like I, I gotta make the call. Like, do I like it better or worse than the Frenchman by the yeah. Pipe? I'll give you another taste of it. No, not this one. Let me hear the other one. Because this one's definitely making me drop them below the verve pipe. <laughs> uh, yeah, so 90s. Don't worry, it's going to rock out in a minute here. So sad how much poon this guy got. Oh yeah, so he's sad. drowning in it for sure. Very upsetting. Eyes. If you can only see how blue her eyes can be when she says. When she says and fuzz. Do it. Oh. Mm, oh I hate this too. Okay. Um, <laughs> Alright. Okay. Well, that settles it, I think. Um, I am now putting them at. 35. Okay. I think hey. we sh- maybe we should have been li- playing these songs the whole time because I'm finding out that I hate all these. I mean, that's horrible. And uh, finally, one cannot have a tonic without a semi-sonic. Oh, and that's closing time. They are most well-known for the song closing time. Yeah. Well, I don't like that one either. They um. have other songs, but... Closing Time was uh, so popular that there there may as well not be any others. Mm. However, I will play Singing in My Sleep, maybe? Do you think I'll, do you think I'll remember that one? Because I don't I remember don't it from the name. It has a whole music video. There's a possibility you'll remember it. Okay. Because what I'm remembering now is I hear the secrets that you keep well, no shit. When you're talking in your sleep. We'll have to do... We'll do an 80s power yeah, hour eventually. we should start one of those. Hmm. This is familiar. I don't think it was a big hit. They probably played it ten times on KOME, and you probably only heard six of them. <laughs> 